Hi, everybody. This is Nancy Miller with My Creative Life, the podcast about creatives, how and why they make the work that they do. And today, this is just me talking. So it is a Tuesday night, and it's actually in the middle of December. Um, so a little bit about me, if you're a first-time listener. Uh, my name is Nancy, and I am a children's book author, illustrator, and I also work um, in the art licensing market as well. Um, a lot of my work is focused on a very childlike, whimsical kind of feel to it, but some news as far as I've kind of wanted to do kind of a reflection. I kind of do these every so often to see and talk and share with listeners about where I've progressed in my work and where I'm at. One of the big things that I accomplished in the last, um, I'd say, six months is I finished graduate school. So yay, that was a big, um, big finish, I guess. It was, well, I guess it's kind of anticlimactic at some points because it's kind of like you get to the point where you're just like, you're just ready, ready to get your work out there, ready to pursue things that feel a little bit more real um, because you're working in classwork and it's classwork. And yes, it can help you lead into work that can help you professionally but I felt like a lot of times I really wanted to work with a client and kind of go through that process of art direction and then seeing it out there and become real. So one of the things that I did is prior to graduating I kind of decided it was time to just kind of go for it. Um, I said you know instead of waiting until I graduate let me just start sending things out so I, prior to the end of my degree, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do it. So I started sending out postcards and emails. I really started out with the postcards. So I'd say about hmm, three, four months before I graduated, I said, okay, I'll get the postcards made. And I started mailing them out. And I just did two postcards. So here was my thought behind this. When I look back on it, I was like, okay, if I have two postcards, and then I said, I'm going to make a promise to myself, I am going to mail out every single one of those postcards. So I think I did an order about 100 total. So I was just like, okay, 100 postcards, that's good. Let me go ahead and start building my list, which I did. Um, a lot of things that I was doing to build my list of potential clients in children's book market was by joining the Society of Children's Book Writers and Illustrators. Um, in no way do I get a kickback from them or anything. Um, I love that they have a book, they call it um, the book, and it basically has a list of the publishers um, that you can you know, kind of research and then find out where are they located, what do they publish, who are their editors, and things like that. And it does, you know, change because people move, come and come and go. So you always have to like kind of check online, make sure you're really doing your research. A lot of research to figure out: Are these people still there? Where can I send to? Is that address still good? Um, so did a lot of that and sent out that first round of a hundred postcards. Um, I also had finished my visuals for my thesis was writing and illustrating a children's book, which I picked something that was personal to me. I got some really great advice from my 
committee um, advisor, Professor Heidemacher, she was like, you know, stick with something personal because it is such a long process. Because I will say, I think I spent like a year and seven months to the point where I had it ready, like a really nice submission package to give to my agent. And this is like, we're talking about like much later after I graduated. But anyways, picking something that was personal was a great thing. I reflect on that and I go like, that was good because then I had the strength to keep going on and to keep working on it and keep trying to improve it. So I'm really glad I took that um, piece of advice and ran with it. Um, because it went through, I don't know, I think I must have went through 12 book dummies and storyboards. And even now I look back and I go like, oh, maybe I could have done another pass on it. Maybe two more passes, three more passes, who knows. But there was a certain point I had to let it go and say, I have to ship this. So always remember, like, do the best you can at the point that you're at. And so I did. And then sometimes you just have to ship it because at the end of the day, it just you could keep working on things forever and ever. And that's one of the things that when I look back on finishing graduate school, it's like, yes, you can keep working on something. You can improve things. But then there's a certain point where you go like, it's really a test of the market of when you send your work out there and does it resonate with the buyers in that market? Because a lot of the times when I look back and I go like, oh, well, I'm getting critiques, great feedback, but does that really resound with the market that I want to work with? And so it was really, it's been really great to go ahead and send things out and then kind of see, okay, is this landing where it should? And getting that feedback because that has been so wonderful. The times that I've had the opportunity to talk to clients, I know like as illustrators, we often think like, oh, really just let's stick with the email. But I actually personally like talking to somebody via Zoom, phone, or some other form of communication where it's not just email, because email is one of those things like you don't always know if your tone, you know, those are things that aren't always clear in an email. Or sometimes when I'm reading an email and I'm like, I've read this three times, do I really understand what, the, what I'm getting asked? So it's great when I can talk to somebody and make a connection and work with that client and get them to the point where they're happy with the work and I'm happy with the work. And so that's been wonderful. That's been something that's been so um, great. I feel like it's, it's real. I don't know if that makes sense, but I look back and I go like those projects that I did in school, you know, they were kind of like self-directed. I made them up or whatever, but it's been so nice because the things that I've done now, since I finish, it's just like, wow, this is feels real. It's tangible. It's getting printed. It's getting made into something. And that's been a great feeling. Also, going back to the mailers that I sent out. So marketing wise, I went ahead and did um, the postcards and I've also started doing emails. So gradually I started building this email list. I'm sending out emails to clients and it's been, like I said, a lot of research. I always am amazed. Like I look back and I go like, my idea of what I thought being a freelance illustrator would be, would be just like, oh, I get to draw all day. No, a lot of business aspects of it, of just keeping my list up, knowing who I've sent to um, Excel or Google Sheets and keeping track of Now I'm using Airtable and keeping track of where things are going so I don't 
accidentally double up on the same thing. Um, also timing things on when I'm sending them out. So yeah, I would say at this point, I guess in a year span, I have sent out, and this is, you know, a lot of people send out way more, but for me, this is a good amount. I say in the last year, I've sent a thousand postcards um, and emails to potential clients. And to be honest, out of all those, I got two meetings through Zoom, which was great. Um, had a lovely interaction with those potential clients. Um, continued to send them work. Um, one I'm trying in, you know, after that conversation, I was like, okay, how can I develop work that fits for that client? So I'll be working on that soon. And um, it was just really nice. I was like, wow, you know, I really get to hear what the client wants. And it's not me just researching, researching, and hoping that it's going to land in the right spot. So those interactions have been golden. Emailing has been great, too. I was surprised by the number of people who actually would take the time to respond. And even if the work did not fit for them, they were honest about it, and they said, hey, this doesn't work, but they told me, hey, your work is very crafted. We're not saying it's not at the level it should be or it's not polished enough it's just not the type of stuff that we're selling so that was good too and then i really have to ask myself honestly why did this not land right why is this not fitting for that client and does my work really objectively meet the needs of what that client sells or wants to put artwork on so yeah, I mean, it's it's really good to have those moments of clarity where you're going like, am I really filling the need of this of this client? And is that what they, you know? So that's been great. And getting the reactions, for good or bad, it's always nice to hear, is that working? And now with that said, I, I did have one job that it took a while, an art licensing, but it was wonderful working with the client and I signed a contract and it took time because once I went ahead and pitched it, that's the thing. Like I've realized with what I do, it's mainly me creating work. It's, it's different compared to some illustrators. I have friends who just have their work showcased on websites or they're sending out things and then they get hired. It's more of like they get hired for a job and that's that. And then it's a quick turnaround, more like editorial and things like that. But with art licensing, and putting my work on products, um, it's faster than children's books, but it's been, um, it sometimes you do something and then you forget that you did it. So it took time, but then um, I'd say hmm, maybe eight months later, I got um, some images from the client showing me what my illustration work would look like on their product. And I was like so thrilled. I was like, oh, I didn't know it was really going to happen. And it it is. And so I'm super excited in March. Um, there will be um, something that I'll be sharing um, on my Instagram and on my website, the actual finished projects, because I'll get samples. So I am so excited about that. And some of that came from taking a class online. So I, another thing I reflected, and I highly suggest anybody who is trying to figure out, um, I guess, what resources are available for getting into the markets they want to be in. I don't think you necessarily have to do the traditional route of school like I did, reflecting back on it. If you're not interested you would have a degree or I just want to get in there and start working 
there are some wonderful online resources for different programs that people are offering. So like I took a class, I'm very honest about this. I took Elizabeth Silver's um, surface pattern design business course. I thought that was really helpful. And I basically did her steps and then I approached a, a manufacturer of a product and then I sent them my work and I basically created work that was very specifically targeted. And so I think that just, I don't know why, but I think it's because sometimes when you're in school, you're, you're not always, you're not really hearing the client's voice like you would, like when you really, and you're really like, oh, I need to make money or I need to be able to get this to work and to solve the need of a client, then you're really paying attention. So I think, um, getting the tips from her and her course, um, I was able to just follow those steps. And it, that one, I think after my initial, I initially sent it, I think it took like a month to hear back. And then I heard something back. And then, then there was more time, like I said, and then I get photographs of the product, and then I should get samples. So I would say it took a year turnaround from when I originally submitted. So patience, reflection of patience. It is so a big part of being a freelance illustrator um, that pitches their work to companies. And in children's books, I feel like with children's book writing and illustrating, it's a pitch. Um, art licensing, um, surface design, I'm kind of pitching things to see if they land or not. And you have to have a lot of patience in for me, and maybe for other illustrators, it's completely different. They might be able to turn things around very quickly, but when I look back, it was a lot of time and patience and grace for myself to understand, like, you know, maybe it's not just right now for them. It might be later. I literally realized you can have a list of clients, but if you, it's really luck. Like, you have to make sure that what you're sending at that moment in time is that landing on their desk and that's really what they need. It does that fit and does it solve a problem for them? <laughs> so if it's bad timing, maybe it wasn't the greatest time. So, you know, it just doesn't work out and that's okay. That's not something that I would have known originally because I thought the hard part was getting a list of names because that took time. But then knowing like certain markets have certain kind of open windows for when you pitch things because companies need time to look at the pitches or whatever you're selling and then once they've bought what they need they have to do the other part of it the manufacturing getting it set up for whatever company that is um, producing it and all the back and forth with that so it just takes a lot of time. And so if you are on this journey of trying to start a freelance art business or illustration business, have patience. Because if you're choosing to do illustration and you're doing things that are pitching, it's just going to take longer. So that was something that I reflected on and I've, I've learned. And it's, so what I have to do now is I just move on to the next project. <laughs> and I have multiple projects going on, multiple things that I can pitch. So if um, I need a break from the children's books, so not only children's books, writing and illustrating, then I might be doing commissioned work or I'm doing um, pitches for art licensing. So all of those are kind of going on. And so I've learned to kind of, you know, rotate things out so I don't get burned out. 
and if I feel like I'm getting burned out on something, then I need to take a break, because if there's no imposed deadline on it, then I need to take that break and give myself some grace, where, like, when I was in school, you know, you had to get it in because the grade, you know, really, like, at the end of the day, grades don't matter, it's once you get out and you're starting your business, it's about what lands and works for the client, so... A lot of times when I was working on projects, it wasn't to the level of finish that I wanted to in school. And now I can take that time and I go like, I really think about things. Like for me, the process of thinking and working things out thoroughly is so important, a part of the process. And I think, once again, that word thinking, it for me, it's essential to what I do. Like I need that moment or the day just to like, after I've done a bunch of color comps, like I just need a day <laughs> or instead just shipping things out just because I have, like, it's more of me saying, is this the level of work that I want to see out there forever or however long, especially with children's books, they last a long time. So I always want to be mindful of it's not just that one deadline because things go on and live on and then you're like, oh, I did this and I'm not so proud of that. But I, I don't want that mindset. I want to be proud of everything that I create and that I put out there because it's going to be associated with me and what I'm doing, what I, who I want to be projected as. So I think that's something that really, you know, kind of felt more real once I finished and the product projects that I've worked on for clients. That's why I do really like doing client-based work, you just feel like, you just, I feel like I, I, not only for personal work, it's personal, so then you're working on it hard because you really love what you're working on, but at the same time, like, for a client, I really want to be mindful of, is this working for their, for what they want and need, so yeah, it's, um, it's good, yeah, I, I find that I just have to give myself time and not worry Another thing that I reflect on is you may be seeing everybody posting like bonkers, amazing work, and everybody is, there's so many talented, skilled artists out there. I kind of had to step back because I was just getting so much um, kind of anxiety over like what I'm producing, you know, how quickly I'm producing things. And I was just like, finally had that kind of that reset and recheck. And I said, you know what? I work like this. I choose to work like this. I choose to hand cut. I choose to paint everything. I choose to photograph and light it and spend my time doing that. And I kind of realized because I chose to do those things, it just takes me longer. I mean, I have figured out things that will make it faster in terms of, uh, I go call it pre-production, but the pre part of actually producing the illustration, I'm doing as much of, as possible digitally. Because before in graduate school, I was doing almost everything by hand. <laughs> it's like crazy. But um, now that I've finished, I kind of go, mm, I can do this part digitally. It, you know, draw things by hand, then put it in the computer, edit as I need, do my value color comps. And I've kind of ramped things up. And because I'm doing it as much as I am and focusing on certain things that I really want to get just really... Um, crafted at, I'm figuring out ways because I'm just doing it over and over again. And um, yeah, I'm getting faster. So that's a plus, but I don't hold myself to that standard of where I see everybody else posting like 
know, they tell, say, like, online, you know, to build that following, you're supposed to post, like, five times a day on all these different media, uh, social media platforms, and I go, like, I can't do that. I think it's unrealistic for me at this point in my career. It's just me, and I'm a one-person show. I do what I can, and I decided the things that I really enjoy doing, like this podcast, I will continue to do because it brings me joy and I like doing it. It's fun. And so the things that I really enjoy doing, I'm more likely to do it and I'm more likely to share it. And and I like that this podcast hopefully can benefit other people who are trying to make art into a career or trying to find some guidance and how they can go about their um, art business. I think it's all been so helpful talking to all these creatives. I look back at this time that I've interviewed all these people and I've learned so much. I've gotten so much value from speaking to these amazing artists and they've just, I think that helped kind of give myself a little bit of grace because everybody, no matter where you are in your career from beginning to you know, accomplished, award-winning illustrator. Um, everybody has things that, you know, they're trying to manage. And I go like, wow, that makes me a little bit of comfort to know that everybody kind of struggles with something or the other or it takes them a long time to make something, but it's beautiful. It's wonderful. So, you know, it's it's okay. And, and the fact that everybody does things differently, I mean, we're all producing art or, you know, um, something creative, writing, art, animation, motion media. I feel like it's great to hear that there's so many different ways to do it and to be successful at it and find a way to do it. So I hope at the end of the day that this podcast is helping out some of those people who are trying to pursue this. And I kind of realized, like, you know, just try, just keep going. And I think it feels like at times when I've talked to other creatives and that whole luck thing, I feel like it's almost like you're throwing darts at a dartboard and you keep throwing those darts over and over and over again. So that's like the promotional cards, the emails and things like that. You're sending these things out and you're like, I feel like it's kind of going to, to avoid. So it's almost like throwing it a at a dartboard that's in a black hole and so you're just pitching these things and you keep going and then something lands and something happens and you're like wow and it just yeah it makes your day and so you just gotta realize like you know for some people they're lucky maybe they only have to throw one dart and they land and they're successful every time but a lot of the creatives I've talked to they had to throw numerous darts into the void and hope that something resonated with the audience or the clients they wanted to have and then it, and something happened but I think it's that persistence I mean like I I think about when I started this podcast I wasn't as consistent and then I just like once I went to graduate school and we had the whole pandemic I was like I'm gonna be consistent about this I enjoy this this is a lot of fun I love talking to these creatives they are just it is so inspiring. Like I, once I get off an interview, I'm just like, I need to go work. I need to go make this. It's it's such a positive interaction that I have with the um, these writers and artists, and um, so it's great. And I highly recommend, like, you know, find a community, find other creatives that you can speak to about whether process, critique, or feedback. 
and ideas for marketing and how to get your work to move forward. So I think that's helpful, having a community of some sort, you know, because at the end of the day, I really decided, like, and if I'm not going to get asked to the table, I'm going to build my own table. <laughs> so that's why I created this podcast and I started interviewing people. And there were so many amazing people that I just constantly run into. And I go like, wow, that person is so cool. More people need to know about that person. So it's it's a win-win. Another thing that I wanted to mention as I reflect back on this is just, you know, um, I went back to teaching part-time and I've enjoyed that immensely. <laughs> I've really missed working with students. I missed in-person interactions. Um, I realized like I definitely prefer teaching in person versus online. I know some people prefer teaching online and virtual is great for them. Um, the age group that I teach, they're younger, K through eight, and I think that in-person connection is huge. And it's huge for me too. I just really, just enjoy seeing their faces light up and talking to them and it's just that real time of just we're virtual it's kind of like everybody's you know sometimes you can't read reactions and yeah so it's been wonderful I so enjoy going back to in-person teaching even if and the, and the part-time thing has been great being able to work out um just you know to make it work financially where I can at this point just teach part-time and then work on my freelance career and also another thing you know when I talk to a lot of um, creatives they're like I have another job I have a full-time job or I have some other commitments and I go like oh so you know when you're starting your art business if you have to have you know you're doing the art nights or mornings or whatever time you can squeeze in that's okay because you're not the only one there's a lot of people out there um jobs and then their careers so or their art businesses and so so many other commitments and um you do what you can every day and just as long as you're moving forward i think it's great and so yeah just give yourself a lot of grace it's okay we'll all get there so yeah, that's kind of my reflections on this past feel grateful. I was, I'm was i now starting off the end of my podcast with something I'm grateful for because I heard this on another um, podcast. I, I have to say it was the Book Friends Forever podcast. Um, they always say what they're grateful about, and I like that. I think that's great. Um, I'm definitely grateful that I had the opportunity to focus on my artwork and make it something that I'm trying to grow and build into a business for myself. And I have been more willing than I ever have to see, be open to try new things. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the support of my family and my friends who have said, Hey, keep going. Don't give up. And, um, anyways, thanks for listening. Happy writing and happy illustrating. Bye.